Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 143, how to move through money scarcity and reach your financial goals, a real life coaching session with one of my membership students, Florence Andrews. So Florence is also a new student in our iHeart coaching program, which is a training program for new and aspiring coaches. She's been an actress for as long as she can remember, but recently discovered the world of coaching and knew that this was her calling. And yet now that she's made the decision and taken that leap, so many fears are coming up for her, especially around finances. So in today's coaching session, we're actually working through all the beliefs, all the lack mindsets, all the fears, all the shame that's coming up for her around making this decision to go down this new career path and build her coaching business. So regardless of where you're at on your journey, if you are a business owner, you probably invested in something and you felt all the fear that comes up with that. So today I'm helping Florence, not just with her mindset, but also with the business strategy, because I believe that when the desire is there, the money is also there. And it's our invitation to get creative and find it. So let's go ahead and dive in. This episode was sponsored by the I Heart My Life Mastermind. The I Heart My Life Mastermind is perfect for you if you already have a business and you're looking to scale. We cover tons of different topics. We cover marketing strategy, revenue planning, team processes, everything you need in terms of mindset, high performance, really taking care of yourself as well as your business, events, publicity. We literally have seven coaches under one umbrella to support you and give you the answers to all of your burning questions. We host regular weekly workshops where you get your personal questions answered. We have retreats. You have a private Slack channel where you get to ask questions 24-7. You have an extensive resource bank that helps you put in place our cash method in your own business and much, much more. This is one of the most inventive programs around. I don't know anyone else offering the service that we provide. So if you are interested in growing your business and transforming your life, definitely book a call with us to learn more. Go to iHeartMyLifeBooking.com and learn more about the iHeartMyLife Mastermind. Welcome, Florence. Super pumped for our time together. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. Really, really happy to be here. Amazing. So what is your question for me today and how can I support you? Okay. So I was thinking of of what it was that I most wanted to focus on. And I think um, because I'm in a situation where I'm really new to the coaching world, I kind of, it's something I'd thought about a few times in the past, but my eggs have always been firmly in one basket of going towards um, being an actress and being in the West End. And that's where my focus has always been. And then with lockdown, that suddenly fell away and it kind of created this financial situation where I was the main breadwinner before. So suddenly I didn't have an income at all. And it kind of almost after kind of the initial panic had worn off, um, it kind of was quite liberating because suddenly I was kind of given guilt-free permission. It felt like to, to dream again, having had like this long kind of chapter in my life going towards one thing. So, um, through a variety of different kind of paths and reasons, coaching, it became obvious to me that I really wanted to coach and use a big part of my journey and so far to to help other women. Um, but so, yeah, the situation I'm in at the moment is that, as you know, I've just invested in iHeart Coaching and I went full on. I went for the VIP track and I didn't think I was going to do it, um, but I couldn't kind of deny how much I believed it would. It was the right thing for me. Um, 
And I, I've always been someone who believes in really investing in, in their dreams. I really have, I've, I've been lucky that I had dad who's really kind of just a romantic and like you can do it. And um, so I've always had that mindset, but I guess the place I'm in at the moment is that I keep dipping into I keep going back and forth, like between a real fear and kind of scarcity mindset of, am I doing the right thing? What if this doesn't work out? I've got to make money ASAP. Um, What if like, you know, and I go to like the worst case scenario for like my family and my kids. And then like flipping between that and going, I know this is the right thing. And actually it's the only way to live because otherwise I'm holding on to this little bit of money that will run out maybe two months later than it would have or three months later than it would have with no nothing at the end of it. So got it quite a long explanation. Sorry, but yeah, so it's just that fear and kind of that money scarcity mindset that I keep dipping into and how to kind of balance that. Yeah. Okay. So let's take this to the worst case scenario. So Mm -hmm. you mentioned you keep thinking about your family and you go to that worst case scenario. So what is the worst case scenario? Okay. So I guess the absolute worst case scenario is that I can't make my mortgage payments, that, that I, I don't start making any money and um, I have payment plans. And I, and I guess my, my worst case scenario fear, and I don't think it's likely, but that is like we'd lose the house or something. Okay. Uh, so let's, let's play with that. So say you lost the house, what would happen? We would have to find somewhere else to live. We'd have to start renting or move in with someone for a bit. Okay. And then what would happen? I would probably just to survive in the moment, I would probably try and find just some menial job or any job I could just to get by. Okay. And to work something better out. Okay. And then what would happen? Um, I guess eventually, you know, I, yeah, I mean, I, we'd survive and, and hopefully opportunities would come up again. I mean, I, cause now I have this net network of support and, um, I have the information that I need. Um, yeah. So we'd be like many steps behind in terms of, you know, for me, it was like a massive deal getting this house. Like I got it on my own, but so to me, that feels like the ultimate failure, but we would, we would be okay. I'd just be starting again, but with more knowledge, I guess. Okay. So do you think if you were starting again with more knowledge, you could build up to where you currently are faster? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So is there anything else you want to share about your worst case scenario or is that the picture? I guess, I guess, um, part of it as well is like the thought of the shame of it, because I think, um, I'm more of a like dream big, go get a invest in your dreams kind of. I have that side to me. And then my partner's very like comes from a family that's very like, let's be sensible and come on, <laughs> like reserve, like to a certain extent. Like he's very supportive. Um, but he's he's much more of and I think I've been saying, trust in me, trust in me, like please trust in me when making these decisions. And I think that there's that fear of shame if it doesn't work out of embarrassment or like kind of tail between my legs kind of feeling. Okay. Yeah. So let's take a look at that. So you're saying his judgment of you um, is something that is affecting you right now. The fear of that. Is it him or is it anyone else? 
I think uh, it's not just him, I suppose. It's, I guess it would be again in the eyes of my children. Like I'd feel ashamed if I, if I felt that my decisions had, had put them in a, in a situation. And then I, I guess also, um, you know, I'm, I'm putting myself out there in front of like my acting peers who know me with a certain identity. Um, and so there's, there's fear there as well of if I, if I fail spectacularly, um, again, it's that, that shame word, I guess, is best sums it up of kind of embarrassment or, uh, yeah, worrying about judgment from, from, from other people, kind of more external sources as well. Yeah. Kind of my yeah. word. So what often happens with people when they do have money fears come up is it's not necessarily the fear of being homeless or losing the house as horrible as that would be. Most of the time it has to do with what are people going to think when they find out I was wrong or when they find out that I lost the house or when I have to go back to the job. And so this is a really great opportunity for you to up level in so many different ways. Because there's going to be fear when you put yourself out there as well. Maybe there already has been, right? And so this is this situation is actually creating strength within you to support you and saying, you know what, I'm going to learn to trust myself. I'm going to learn that no matter what happens, I'm going to be proud of myself for going for my dreams. You know, whatever, whatever mindset shifts really speak to you, that's what we want to create. Because if this is something that's coming up now, it's just telling us that this is something we need to work on in order for you to be the Florence who puts herself out there and creates the successful business and doesn't worry about what people think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And so when we look at the worst case scenario, like you said, the worst case scenario tangibly is that you have to get another job and maybe you have to move in with somebody. So no one's going to die. Now I want to look at the flip side. What is the worst case scenario of you never going for your coaching dreams? Yeah. Uh, Makes me teary as soon as you said that. Um, That I'll never fulfill my potential that I won't step into who I know um I can be and make an impact that I know I I can make um and that we definitely won't it's very unlikely that we'll have the life that um that is you know part of the the pull of of what I'm going towards as as well as the impact I want to make um yeah it's it's a horrible it's a horrible thought Okay. And that it's interesting because actually going there definitely felt like more of a gut punch than the losing the house one, which is really interesting. Um, yeah, let's unpack that. What did it, when you say gut punch, what came up for you? Uh, just as soon as you said, like, um, you know, how would it be if you, if you didn't go for it? Just the, just the, I guess it made me realize how much I want it. Um, yeah, it's making me feel quite emotional. Just, yeah, ju- just that I want it so much that I think there's such a, a dream I have in my head of like the vision of the woman that I want to be or that I know I'm capable of being. And um, the, so, yeah, the thought of just not taking steps towards becoming that woman feels more painful to me. Yeah, in, in a way, you know, that there's... 
it's not a fear in the same way that the kind of losing the house scenario is, but it's more of a sadness, just like, yeah, it makes me more emotional for sure, which is, I hadn't, I kind of wasn't expecting. Yeah. And so that's a really great indication that you're on the right path. Do you see that? Yeah. 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 Because oftentimes when we flash forward or even what we're doing right now, we practice this exercise of following the fear. What we realize is it's actually far more scary to not go for our dreams and to not put ourselves out there. Because you could find another house, you could move in with someone temporarily, get a job, make the money, do what you need to do. But this is your dream. And we only get one life and one opportunity to make the most of it. And so when I flash forward and look at the person I am 20 years from now, 50 years from now, she always tells me to take risks. She always tells me to dive in head first and to show up fully because she knows if I don't, then I'm going to regret it and I'm not going to be living my full potential and impacting the people I was born to impact. Yeah. And so what do you think would be in support of you and your vision anytime this comes up for you, this scarcity, or what if it doesn't work out? What would help shift that for you in the moment? Um, I think perhaps kind of reminding myself to, to go back to what's the alternative? Because I guess there's always that choice and I I hadn't really been thinking about it in that way as in, I guess when I think about when I feel like there's a choice there of like investing money or kind of going a certain way that feels risky financially and then not investing money. I'm not thinking it's funny. Like I've been thinking being future focused with the fearful side and not so much with the other side. I mean, I guess I have been future focused to the other side to a certain extent, otherwise I wouldn't be investing. So there is that totally that dream there. But I, but I think to, to just remind myself of that feeling that I just got of how am I going to feel if like, what's the bigger risk for me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And let's also flip to the positive. So let's play the tape through. If you do, which you've done, you've already moved forward with your coaching business. And if you become the worst, the person that you desire to be, what is the best case scenario for you? Um, The best case scenario is that I'm financially free and I have a great work-life balance and I'm working with... um, amazing kind of creative visionary women um and on my terms you know I've kind of got a handful of one-on-one clients and I have this like vision (laughs) it just kind of came to me when I was I was journaling one time I love journaling and um and I had this I guess it sounds well, it doesn't matter what it sounds like. I had this vision of kind of being in this beautiful country home, like with a veranda and having an outbuilding. And that's where I did like retreats and um, workshops. And so the idea of, um, the idea of working with people like in groups really excites me and speaking on stages and spending time writing and having published books. Um, Yeah. There's so much that excites me about, um, that vision and, and yeah, working in that, in that way. That's amazing. (laughs) That's a very clear and specific vision. Mm. Yeah. 
So you know how I feel about desires. I believe that they're dropped in and there are plenty of people who don't have that vision that you just described, but you do and it's unique to you. And so that tells me that that is the real truth of what it is that you are meant for because Mm -hmm. that was literally placed inside of you and you've been given that vision. Mm -hmm. So my suggestion is when the money scarcity comes up or the shame or the fear comes up, you bring yourself back to the vision as well. And you remind yourself like, this is what we're focused on. This is what I'm creating. This is what is possible for me. And who do I need to be right now? And how do I need to be thinking in order to move closer to that? Because the fear and the worry and the doubt, it literally is just one of those ways that the mind tries to keep us stuck and stop us from moving closer to the vision. So you, right now you get to decide, you know, either way you focus on that, that scary thing, the scary reality of not moving closer to the dream and how that feels, or you can use the actual vision itself to fuel you and remind you why it is that you are doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it does make sense. And, and it's, it's, yeah, it's really powerful to kind of go to that image and that vision because I can kind of feel it immediately kind of shift almost who I am in this moment and my energy. And um, yeah, I think like the more I'm in that place and I'm showing up in that place, like on lives and things like that, hopefully that's going to translate and kind of, um, yeah. yeah, help me become that who I need to be to inspire and um, yeah. Yeah. And I would take it even one step further with that vision and really think about how it's not only impacting you and the retreats and the clients, but how is it impacting your son? How is it impacting your husband? How is it impact, impacting your son's children? And so on and so forth. Like really expand the vision even yeah. beyond you know the next few years, the next decade, and think about what that's going to do for the trajectory of your family and the people that you impact. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's like, that's a massive why as well is just to, to be able to, you know, give my kids that, um, that life that I envision and the opportunities and the time with them. And, um, it's interesting because when you were saying that, that came up of like that part of my fear when I go to the scarcity places, um, I don't want to make decisions that feel irresponsible to my kids. And, when you were saying that, I felt like, wow, it's kind of almost irresponsible not to go for it when they have the potential of having this life um, that would come with any success that I had. So um, yeah, it's really interesting just to see like it's it's almost simple, but just that there's a flip side to, to everything yeah. I've been thinking, which seems obvious, but like, yeah, I hadn't really been going there. Yeah. Totally. And their mom, they deserve to see their mom happy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So when we're looking at money scarcity, I like to look at it from two perspectives. There's definitely the mindset piece, which we just covered, but there's also the more tangible business side of things. So I'm curious to know if you and your mind have figured out the amount of money, the exact amount of money that you need to bring in in order to pay the mortgage, move things forward, so on and so forth. Yeah, I, I did this recently, actually, because obviously I've been going through all the stuff in the membership and kind of going through the welcome pack with iHeart Coaching. And, um, so I realized that that what I need to kind of, as because as at the moment I'm on zero income, I'm not earning anything. 
And so I realized that what I need as a kind of ASAP is um, if I'm including my payment plan for iHeart Coaching, I need £3,000 a month, mm-hmm. um, ideally. Like I want to start, that is like my first money goal is to is to get £3,000 a month. And so in my head, I was thinking if I if I'm at one and a half grand a month, if I start there for one-on-one package, I just need to start getting two clients a month. And I'm like, I can do that if I just get everything set up. Like that feels possible. Um, and that's just while in terms of like survival and everything I need to cover, that's the amount that I need while I'm paying off iHeart Coaching. Once that's paid off, in theory, I, I need half of that. But um, but obviously, I'd like to be growing from there, not um, thinking that way. So that's like my first money goal. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. And do you have any sort of um, savings or anything else that could cover that amount? Yeah. So I had, so yeah, it's basically, um, I had quite a lot of savings from my last big job because it was, I actually was kind of just into six figures in my last big job. And then um, I decided I got pregnant, I had my boy and I decided to take a year out and I thought, okay, I'm just going to use my savings to do that because it felt so worth it. Um, so I actually used most of my savings up to take a year out and then like had a little cushion left and was starting to get back into work when COVID hit. So I had a little cushion um, and I've had some help with the whole COVID um, you know, from the government yeah. because I'm self-employed. So I have like a little cushion um, And I also have got out a bit of a personal loan um, just to buffer that even more because I have made these investments. So I do have, it's not like I've not got zero in the bank. I have like a little buffer, but I don't, at the moment, I don't know what I'll, I mean, I do know what the plan is, but at the moment when it, I'm seeing it like going down and I think that's part of what's can bring up the fear as well because it feels a bit like an egg timer. and in a way, when I joined iHeart Coaching and made that decision, I felt like actually the, the situation I'm in financially is like my superpower because it means that like I have, like I'm not going to half-ass it at all. I have to make it work. And so I think in a way, like it's a major gift to some extent that it's going to force me to like, like get everything out of the course. Um, but yeah, that can, I can flip yeah. into as well because of Well, that. thank you for sharing that honestly. And the reason I ask is because a lot of people, they come to me and they're asking about finances and they feel like they have nothing in the bank. And then we dig a little bit deeper and we realize, well, there is something, there is the personal loan, there is a little bit of savings. It might not be a ton, but there is something. And so what I would love for you to do is get even clearer on the numbers and ask yourself right now, in this moment, what do I need to come in in order to pay for all of my investments, for the mortgage, for the program, for all of that? Like what is the bare minimum so that you and your mind can get clear on what that specific number is? Because Mm -hmm. you're completely right. It's your superpower. And money loves for you to be really clear and really specific about the amount. And it might still be the 3,000, but from what I'm gathering, there is a bit of a buffer there. And the reason why I bring that up is because we never want to go into a business feeling the pressure that I have to make sales. And so I love what you just, how you flipped it. And you're like, this is actually my superpower. 
It's not the pressure. I'm not going to look at it like that. I'm going to look at this as my superpower because it's a motivator. And that's the perfect perspective to have. And so we want to get clear. Okay, so what is the specific number? Again, maybe it is 3,000. And how do we want to do it? And like you said, that's selling two coaching packages. So do you have the coaching packages created? No. So I, well, I'm starting to, to think, to work it all out. So yeah. I kind of came to things like almost a, an odd way round because I got a, the, the way I realized I wanted to coach is I got, um, I, I did a course, I got really attracted to a course and did a course that was about building an online course and building like a group coaching program or kind of that kind of thing. And so I had an entirely different idea at the time. I was like, I'm going to have a membership for creative mothers, which is like entirely not what I want to do now. But it just got my, I was in a place of like, had a vacuum in front of me. So was, I, my creative brain was, was going. Um, and it was through that that I realized I wanted to coach. So I actually have, a, I'm just writing up the slides and actually making it tangible, but I have like a, a beta course that I've written that kind of came from, from coming from that angle of it. So I've got like just four girls that I'm, I'm just, I'm not actually launching it as a beta. I'm kind of just testing it with them just to get some testimonials and feedback and just practice. Um, and I'm doing that with them in, in November. Um, so that I just have that like deadline to just get it finished. And so I, that's kind of where I started rather than one-on-one. And then after I started that course and realized I wanted to coach, I um, joined a certification course. So I've been certifying. And then I realized recently, and from listening to you, I was like, I'm, I, firstly, I can't afford to wait till I'm fully certified. And I just thought, you know, the practice sessions were going well and people were enjoying them. And I thought there's lots I can use from, from my journey to success as an actor. So um, I've decided I'm going to keep doing that, but I'm not going to wait till I've certified to, to, to start Great. charging. So it's just recently that I've started thinking about how do I want to, how do I want to coach one-on-one and do I want to, to do something that's more kind of formal and week one is this week two is this, et cetera, or, or more kind of your style of free flow and, and kind of going with the moment. And I think, I, I think I'm leaning towards the latter. At first, that scared me more, but I, I kind of feel for one-on-one, that's what I feel would be most powerful. So, yeah. Okay, and most, who do you want to work with? So I want to work with, what, what excites me most is to work with women who are, and this is totally based on that typical thing, like who I used to be and the journey I've been on. Um, I want to work with women who are or have historically been people pleasers, playing small, polite, apologizing for who they are, what they want. But inside, they're these like repressed powerhouses. Like they've got these big, big dreams, um, but they've potentially been living someone else's story for them. And they're at the point where they really want to connect with exactly who it is that they are and what they really want and what lights them up and take the steps to get clear on that and bring that out into the world. So I can't, the word authenticity comes to me a lot. Like, um, and I've been thinking about, do I like calling myself like the authenticity coach or something uh, just about getting in touch with who you are and, and, and not apologizing for it and putting it, shining that out without shame. Cause that's been a big journey for me. Um, so yeah, so I'm, 
Yeah. That's okay. So we're going to fast track this. My goal for you is to have your 12 part program. Again, even if it's just completely organic, at least Mm -hmm. write out the different topics that you're going to cover with people. And I know it's late for you, but you're going to have this done by tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And I totally get who your idea. Sorry. (laughs) You know, I'm seeing James later, but I'll get it still done anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you can do it tomorrow afternoon, your time. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So, and I totally understand who your ideal client is. It sounds like they're this closeted powerhouse woman. And so I would actually speak to the powerhouse side of things versus the authenticity, because I feel like that's more powerful and more appealing. Like they want to have the powerhouse drawn out and like give themselves permission to be the powerhouse. Um, and then, uh, yeah, really speak to the results that you can help them achieve Mm -hmm. and ask yourself, like, what would the fastest, easiest, and most joyful way to filling this program to getting two clients in this month? What would that be for me? Would it be Facebook lives? Would it be personal outreach to friends and family? Would it be posting on social media? Because there are tons of people who get clients before they even have the website, before they even have everything set up through their current network. And so your job is literally to create the program, build it, and then get as visible as possible. And don't allow yourself to go to the place of, oh, I'm too new. It's not going to happen. Like anything mindset wise, you shift it and you know that you can get those two clients. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, How does that feel for you? Yeah, it feels good. It feels good to have a kick up the bum. Um, and yeah, I think I definitely think um, it's perhaps been a stalling tactic or a slight perfectionist tendency to be like, well, when I finally got the website finished and when I've, you know, and all the things I need to do first. Um, like you said, you don't have time for that BS. No, I don't. <laughs> so I feel like, no, the, the queen of coaching has told me, like it's given me permission. So it feels, um, yeah, it feels yeah, it feels really exciting, actually. It's like, I do feel like a door of permission has been opened. So it's like, okay, yeah, I need to just get clear on on that. And maybe I can just start now. Yeah. You can just start now. And here's the thing. You're not teaching something that you need to learn. You've already lived this. And so you already have the qualification. You already have the resources. You already have the information to provide for other people. And so when we think about it like that, and we recognize that there are people out there who need to find us right now today, that also helps move us into action. And this is a tool that you can utilize at the very beginning of your business, as well as six figures and so on and so forth. Whenever there's a financial goal, you literally just ask yourself, What is the fastest path to creating this money? I know that if the desire is there, the money is already there. And it just means I need to be taking more action. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, Florence. Well, you keep me posted, all right? I'm counting on you to send me your program by tomorrow afternoon. Do I have your commitment? Yes, you have my commitment. Okay. Amazing. (laughs) How was this session for you? Yeah, really, really good. Um, Yeah, exactly what I needed. Yeah, it was really... um, just gave me a lot of clarity and motivation. So yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Emily. Awesome. And so I will um, be letting you know as soon as this is uh, up for the pot on the podcast and it's in the group now. So that's really exciting. I appreciate all of your vulnerability. I know that it helped a ton of other people as well. Cool. Thank you so much. This was amazing. You're welcome. 
I hope you loved today's episode. And my recommendation for you is to practice the exercises that I taught Florence. You can apply those to your own life and business starting today. And thank you again for being an incredible I Heart My Life show listener. We are grateful that you are part of the I Heart My Life community. And if you know somebody who would love this episode, please pass this on to them. We would so appreciate it. And I'll look forward to talking to you soon. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.